Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece here with my co-host Samantha Tradilius. Samantha, how are you today? I am ready, as I just asked you if you were ready and you had to take a quick pause. <laughs> I, I did. I had I did have to pause for a second. Um, which I'm trying to do more of in my life, taking pauses mm. and like thinking before I respond, thinking before I answer questions. Mm, that's a whole nother. How's that working for you? Because oh, that's, that's, that's not what we're going today, but that could be a whole nother episode. Um, but you, today we're going to talk a little bit about health and wellness, which as you know, um, as I've gotten older, has become a bigger part of my world. Um, but it's, you know, I, I, what I've come to discover is it's not just um, what you put into your body, it's what you put on your body, as we talked about with makeup and skin being our biggest organ, and and also what you surround yourself with. And so our guest today, Michelle DeWolf, uh, really approaches health and wellness from all sides. And I think that is a unique, um, a unique approach and one that drives, I would imagine, great success. We're going to talk about that. Michelle, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to do this. I'm super excited to learn what you do and how you do it, because you, you have said that of the clients you work with, first of all, let me start with the fact that you are a certified health and wellness coach. I am. And the clients you work with, they have 80% success rate of meeting or exceeding their health goals. Now, this is a world where people start a diet and go off it in six hours. Uh, <laughs> success rate is probably negative 8%. Like, I think more people gain weight in diets than lose. And I'm not just talking about weight, but it's a, like health goals. I, I don't understand why they're so difficult. I do want to know your opinion on that. But Talk to us a little bit about how you got into this business and, and how you built it to where your clients have an enormous success rate that nobody else is seeing in this industry. I, I mean, I think people do see the success rates. It's all about setting the goals, right? And and to answer the whole question. Okay, I mean, so, so I'm just on the other side of that then because success success for me in this world is fleeting, but that's cool. I'll, um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that criticism and I'll, I'll think about that, but, but <laughs> it's you and your start in the health and wellness journey. I am, um, gosh, I lost my train of thought there. I was, <laughs> it was, it was, um, about setting goals and this is hard work. That's what I wanted to say to you that this is really hard work and you can set some goals and you can say you're going to do some things and you can work with a coach and that kind of thing. But it's really what the work that I get to do and the way that I do it is by building a toolbox that over time, this takes, you know, they're with me for six months, a year, a year and a half, building a toolbox that they can use no matter what life throws at you. Because the reason those things stop working is you can get on some, it's not a diet. It's a, it's a mindset shift around how you live and how you treat your body so that, yes, you go on vacation and, and you make healthy choices, but enjoy your vacation. You have the croissants in France, you eat the pasta in Italy, but you walk a ton more. You make sure you're eating the yummy salads. You're getting to the farmer's markets and things that they have in Europe that they don't have here. And my clients will come back and some, not all, but some will have actually lost a few pounds because they're just moving more. And enjoy okay, so you must hand select your clients very, you must screen <laughs> them like 
nobody okay, because no. I think when Fleece and I went to Europe, I think we could have maybe taken a, a record for eating the most croissants in one day. <laughs> it's- probably, probably. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that like setting my life around the mindset of Girl Scout Thin Mints is probably not a winning strategy. <laughs> setting your life goals around Girl Scout Thin Mints is not a good life strategy, but if you love those, you need to have those. And you need to have them on occasion, not the whole sleeve frozen, you know, before they I can mean, it's Yeah, the, the Girl Scout, the, the, those like- We can they get just... down with some Girl Scout cookies. So Michelle, here's something I want to ask you, because right now you've got this major like societal moment with these crazy weight loss drugs that everyone's, you know, you could take a shot and oh my God, magically in six weeks, you're going to lose 35 pounds. I want to really drive home for the world out there that there is like literally no silver bullet when it comes to weight loss and fitness. It is 100% a lifestyle shift. And what you're doing is really, you know, getting that mindset to be a part of the lifestyle movement because, you know, just because you take a shot or you pop a pill, like that's not going to be a long-term solution for a lot of these folks. And I don't think people really get it. So what are your thoughts and feelings on what you're seeing out there with these crazy new fads? I mean, and there's always something, but this one's very extreme right now. Well, I think it makes it all more exhausting. I think that we, you know, I've had those moments in my life where I think now I get it. I would love nothing more than to take a pill and be able to have it all feel better, whatever the symptom might be, but it's not sustainable. And so when you hear those wild claims, you know, 30 pounds in six weeks or, or, you know, forever and all of these different things, it's just not true. And it could be true in those six weeks, but it's not what we do in those six weeks. It's what we do in the 60 years that, oh, you know, I think we all know there's not a silver bullet yet. We continue. We, we want it. Yeah, we want it. Every time a new one comes into the station, like why can we not get our brains around the fact that it, it is, a, it's not a six week adventure. It's a six month, one year, two year, three year adventure. And, and our bodies are shifting, especially as women throughout our lives. Things are changing internally that things that used to work. And I speak from experience on this. For sure. Uh, for things sure. that worked 20 years ago do not work today. And, um, you know, we have to do not only, not only a mindset shift around this is a long-term process, but we have to, we have to learn new skills and learn new habits that, you know, it, we just, what we did 20 years ago doesn't work anymore. So it's, it's like starting over again, every, every time. I, I don't know. I, do I sound annoyed? Cause I am. Yeah. It is annoying. And those are the people that come to me, right? Because your body does change and we have to build tools that are able to morph with you and have check-in points where you can say, okay, this worked, this didn't work. What do I need? What is my next best simple step that I can take to move forward? So you go on vacation, wheels came off the wagon, you gained weight, you feel crummy, you get back and you think, all right, what do I do? Well, I just stay in that rabbit hole and stay on that slippery slope because why bother? But the flip side of that is what is the one best small next step I can take? Well, you know what? I'm going to meal plan because that's something that I can handle. And then you eat a little better. You're like, huh, now what could I do? Well, I'm going to move my body a little bit more. Okay, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be you're becoming a triathlete or you have to order up, you know, certain meals or have a personal chef. I heard that 
a couple of weeks ago. Someone said, if I just had a personal chef, everything would be perfect. I'm like, well, no, because I've worked with clients with personal chefs, but then they're complaining about portion sizes and the pers personal chef doesn't know any better and they're not using the right oil. So it's, it's a thing. There's no it's, it's like the people that said, if I could just have more time at home, I could get my house all organized. And then we were yeah. locked in our houses for two years. And guess what? That wasn't the problem. Being yeah. home, having that time at home was not the problem. Right. Right. It's feeling like you can do it. And the, the question, the questions I have my clients ask all the time is that first one, what is the simple next best step I can take to move myself forward? And then the other question when you're looking at it is what would I love? Because sure, I would love all the croissants when I'm in France, but would I love to feel crummy when I get home? No. So do you eat the croissant at the airport? No, that's not the one. Do you eat the one at the 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 Marriott Hotel? Not necessarily. You eat the one down the alley whose great-grandmother had the recipe. You eat that croissant and you enjoy it like nobody's business. <laughs> That's the truth. And it's the best croissant you've ever had. So when your clients are coming to see you, are you seeing all different stages of where people are at? So you're seeing people that have just like gone down a totally dark path and are like, okay, I've hit bottom. Help me, sister. Or do you, and, and do you also see people that are like, hey, I'm noticing like I'm not feeling so great or my, you know, my hormones are shifting and these types of things. And so, you know, from what I can kind of see on your site, I know you do, you kind of go for all these different areas, right? I, I do because I'm working with, I'm, I work with even teenagers. Um, it made it easier during COVID because they can pop on Zooms now. Um, working with teenagers and working with adults who have, maybe your blood work is a little bit concerning or maybe your energy level has dropped down. Those are, when I get those people, then it's preventative. We're just looking at tucking in the edges around healthy habits that they might already have and learning some new skills and building up that toolbox. I also work with, you know, I've had a client with kidney failure. I've had, you know, people recovering from cancer. And so we're just trying to look at all of the health habits because in recovering from a disease or a chronic illness, you certainly need to eat well, you need to drink your water, you need to move your body, like blah, blah, blah. But you also need to lower your stress. You also need to balance your life. You also need to do some stress management because having a diagnosis is super stressful on our bodies. And we, I work with a wonderful woman right now who's been, who's a cancer survivor, and she's just trying to get work-life balance together, get her home life together, feel more organized. So we work with her doctor, we work on organization, we work on stress management, we've changed up her diet, her husband's in the kitchen cooking, like it was amazing, right? So she's looking at all the different things. And this, the sad thing is, is that she did that because she had a cancer diagnosis. If only I could have gotten to her five years before. I mean, who knows what we could have avoided. So what's the deal with people? Because like we all know we need to eat. We don't need to eat a bunch of shit every day. Like we all know that. We all know we need to exercise. We all know we need to take. So what is the disconnect for us as human beings that we're all not like we know what we're supposed to do. Why aren't right. we doing it? Well, it's the doing it. If you had broken your arm and it was hanging off your body, you go to the doctor because you see that. But things are fine. Like you've gained a few pounds. You might have low energy. You get up, you do your work, you do your thing, and then it's Tuesday. And then you get up and you do the thing, and then it's like December. And then, right? And then it's three years down the line. So it's super easy to not take care of it. But when you're working with a coach and I'm keeping my eye on it, I'm saying, hey, let's redo that blood work. Let's look at the inside. 
and decide what's going on. Did we shift your A1C? Did we move your cholesterol numbers? Is your, how's your liver performing? So that you can hopefully, right? The mindset shift is that you see it in the numbers. And so it's a little bit like seeing that broken arm. Does that make sense? Totally. And it helps because it's the doing it that's the hard part. We know, I'm not telling people anything revolutionary. I don't have a magic wand. I don't have the pill. If I did, that'd be great, but I don't. God, you'd be, you'd be our girl. <laughs> right. Could you imagine? We wouldn't even be here. Like we, we wouldn't even be in her orbit. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be building a rocket with She'd all the be other. be on Mars. There. Okay. She'd be somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, I would love it. I would love it. And I think that the process that I take people through and what I'm looking for all the time is that mindset shift around looking at things that are broken from a cellular level in the same way that you would if your arm was falling off. And so people, we as humans, when we see it, we will attend to it. If there's a spot on your face, you might take care of it. But if there's a spot on your leg, you're like, yeah, I'll call that person later. And so it's it's an interesting conundrum. So I try to bring that inside out to motivate us. It's a, it's a level of accountability, I think, working mm-hmm. with a coach where you're like, well, shit, I got, I'm going to have to talk to her on Thursday. I'm going to have to <laughs> tell her right ate that sleeve of Girl Scout cookies. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have to tell her that. So, um, you know, but it's, it's interesting because you do, you do kind of take this, uh, I think, appropriate, slow and go approach where it is a, it literally is a multi-year adventure. And I've really um, moved into a, a different mindset with my health six months ago. And I went in going, okay, this is probably going to be two years. So just get over yourself. It's, it's going to be two years, but you also work in a very crowded field uh, with a lot of other quote unquote health and wellness coaches who give bad advice, who, you know, people come to looking for the quick fix. And instead of just acknowledging that there isn't a quick fix, they give them what they want, which we all know doesn't work. Um, it may work for a day or week or month, and then you're going to be right back where you were. So how, how do you get people to be willing to really, because for me, it was very difficult to be able to acknowledge that I'm not going to see results every day. And it's, I'm six months in and I've seen some results, but not, not, I mean, honestly, not as much as I wish I would have. Although if you you look at it as a two-year adventure, I'm only 25% through it. Okay. You know, but Um, but we all want that quick fix. We all want to, we all want to look and feel better tomorrow. How do you get around that for the the people that, that really don't have the patience or don't want to hear this is going to take a year or two? Well, that is something that I do some vetting because it's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for them. If they've come to me for a diet that will change the number on the scale, hundred percent, those people are not my clients. There, I want to work with, and I enjoy helping those people that want, like you're saying, that are looking at it as a long-term adventure. And I would challenge you that it's not a two-year adventure, it's a lifetime adventure. And that when I do short programs, which I have available, I have a 14-day, I have a 28-day, because clients ask for it. My hope is, and everything I have in there, the videos explaining it, the every, all the documents I put in there, it's about habits. 
It's about really looking at those 14 days. What did you love? What worked? What didn't work? What do you think you could bring forward with you? If you brought one thing through, what would be the most successful for you? Because I don't want you to just do a 14 day and go, oh, that was lovely. You know, and oh, I did 14 days and I watched my weight and I lost three pounds and woo. It's I want you to take all of that with you. And I have some clients who will be with me for a year and then they do the 14 day like quarterly just as accountability on their own. And so it's a lifetime of using those habits that you learn because I'm working myself out of a job is what I'm doing. And those people that are marketing it, right? All the influencers, all those people that are marketing these programs, they just want you again and again and again, and they want the masses. So I can hear in your voice, you're very passionate and caring about what it is you're doing, which is, you know, hello, fantastic. But how hard is it when you're working with somebody and you could tell like they're not as invested in the processes as maybe they should be or you are? How frustrating is that from your side of things? Because you're, you know, yes, it's your job and they're paying you to provide these, you know, this advice and these services. But at the same time, like it's got to be frustrating from your point of view when when they're not doing and getting the results because, you know, they're not doing what you're talking about doing because you can see that they're not doing it. Right. So there's two things I want to say about that. The passion thing is that it is really wildly important for me to create a scope of, to follow the scope of practice that nationally board certified health and wellness coaches are bound to. So um, anybody can call themselves a nutritionist, but a registered dietitian and a board certified health and wellness coach have a very defined scope of practice. And it's important to me. We are, we are coaches, we are guides, we suggest, we, um, we educate and we do all of those kinds of things and registered dietitians are building, working on chronic disease and building meal plans, that kind of thing. So that's really important to me because I don't ever want to be one of those people that is, you know, saying all the magic tricks and things like that. So I'm keeping just the random influencers who go, oh, I'm now going to be a wellness coach. And just because I hit 10,000 followers. Right. And you're going to take my advice on now. Makes me crazy. It makes me crazy as well. And I get like, I throw up my hands and my sweet husband has to listen to it all the time because I come stomping out and I have to undo all the crap that's coming at all of these clients and they're exhausted. So I'm going to give it to them straight, right? I'm going to tell them because I know the research. I'm going to say, look, research has come out on both sides. I've read both sides. Here's where I've landed in my opinion. We have to, every single person is their own best scientific experiment. So we have to work because what's going to work for Stacy and what's going to work for Samantha and what's going to work for me are entirely, can be entirely different things. Mm-hmm. So that's that. The frustration level, I surprisingly occasionally get frustrated with them, but my job and one of the things I'm great at is backing up and meeting people where they're at. So I'm able to see that. So I worked with a client today. And I can see these things that she's not doing. And if I'm not in the right mindset, that can come across. So I need to take a deep breath, back up and figure out where she's coming from. She's starting a new job. She's exhausted. She's got other emotional things going on in the household. And so those things are taking a front seat. And so whether she eats breakfast in the morning is taking a back seat. So what what can I ask her? What skillful question can I put out there to get her to consider the importance of eating something together with her coffee before she goes on her walk? I That's feel the like- grown-up answer, Michelle. You're a you're like a real 
grown up person. Because I would have been like, yeah, I get real pissed when they don't follow. No, it was the best answer. And honestly, I think it is the best thing to meet people where they are because you honestly don't know what's going on. on the, I mean, you'd know right. a little bit more than the most, but what a great like philosophy and <laughs> just managing, you know, expectations. So go yes. ahead, Stacey, I totally interrupted you, but it, it was a great answer, but here's, here's my follow-up question on this particular person. So I feel like it, you can, you can eat really healthy. You can exercise the way you're supposed to, you can weight train, you can walk, you can do whatever it is that your body needs. And then you get life you get a new job you um you have stressors at home you've got other things going on in your life you've got whatever it is and it doesn't matter that you're eating healthy and exercising right you're fucking up your cortisol which is just messing up all like i i feel like it's just cortisol is like you you can do whatever you want i still win and hormones because and all the other hormones that mess it up and what i what i heard yesterday from a practitioner i work with is that you're only as what did she say oh i wrote it down you're only as fast as your slowest parts only as fast as your slowest point so to the menopause or the cortisol question right you you can do you can only exercise so much and you don't want to keep eating less and you think that that equation is going to work but if the sticking point when i was 25 exactly you could do that for a day and you'd be like oh i feel a little better and now yesterday i know i know it's exhausting and this, this, if it's, if it's hormones that are keeping you stuck or your cortisol, because we're constantly in this fight or flight mode, which is messing up our hunger hormones, our estrogen balance, our insulin, our glucose, our adrenaline, our cortisol, our sleep, our um, circadian rhythm, our melatonin, all of those things are, are out of balance. We're just a mess. Yeah. It's exhausting. So it's Lord. It's my job to sleuth through it and figure out what it is. And it's interesting you bring that up because cortisol is 100% this woman's issue. 100%. It's 100% my issue and I'm well aware of it, but I I seem to have zero ability to control it. That's where, you know, that's the tough part for me. And and I am working with a coach and she's like, you need to have self-care time every day. And I'm like, I try. And then as soon as I'm done with my 20 minute self-care, I'm fucking right back to cortisol land again. So it's, um, I don't know. I just feel like life makes it really difficult on us. It does. And we have to have that toolbox to draw upon and cut ourselves a break. Well, and I also think too, going, I mean, we keep talking about it, but I feel like it's kind of this cathartic moment to talk about it. Like, let's give ourselves a little bit of credit for what the hell we all just went through for the last three years. Maybe because that was, Life was hard and then life got crazy difficult in ways none of us even knew. And I think a lot of us are just unpacking and like kind of getting our footing and and getting back out on the road again. And so that's a whole nother, you know, bag to throw into the pot of chaos for most of us. And a lot of people gained a lot of weight during COVID because they were home or they were eating, you know, at home more and, you know. Clearly not organizing their house like they said. Clearly not organizing their drawers. No, it's true. And it, it, I think people are just coming out of it now. I've noticed that the people that signed up, you know, a year ago were in a very different place. And now people are thinking, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Oh, I need to, I need to get on top of things. And it feels like there's just awakening happening right now. And those cortisol levels need to be addressed in that fight or flight, which we swim in 
all the time anyway, especially if you live in a major metropolitan area. You know, you're swimming in that. That person cuts you off and you are just beside yourself. So what is the, explain to me for the lame, you know, listener, i.e. me, tell me exactly what the cortisol, what is it? What does it do? What does it do in your body? So Where does cortisol, it come from? cortisol and adrenaline, like the stress hormones. Okay. And so when we, so the, for this woman that I spoke with, when we drink coffee in the morning, the reason we get that little like, hey, I'm ready to go is because it releases the stress hormones that then tell our body that we need to, we're in that fight or flight. And so it's releasing all those hormones to tell us to, to help us get out of the danger that it thinks we're in. And so we, so they mess with our, they are hormones and they're stress hormones. And so that's what their job is and they're doing their job. So we drink the coffee, we're all ramped up, ready to go. And then we have that inevitable crash. And what also happens is that glucose is released and insulin because we are trying to get out of danger. And so it's giving you that quick energy. And so then you have flooded your system with that. And now your body has to take care of that and put it somewhere. It's literally like back to caveman days when we were fighting bears. It is. And that's the mechanism. We don't, we don't have a separate mechanism. Like our body doesn't know, oh, she's stressed out because she has a presentation. Oh, she's fine. She's going to go fucking fight a bear. Right. Get on it. Yep. That's what it thinks. It thinks like the tiger is shooting out of the bushes to kill us and to kill our family and to kill everybody. So we have to survive. And then digestion stops everything else that the body. We can't waste energy on these other things. Because we got to fight the bear. You got to fight the bear. And, um, and I say it all the time, your body doesn't know the difference. So when you are taking that deep breathing and you're doing your self-care, that deep breathing where you breathe that deep belly breathing, that moves your diaphragm up and down, which actually touches the vagus nerve, which actually tells your body to turn on your parasympathetic nervous system to tell your body you're okay. That's the mechanism, right? So to shift from sympathetic, I'm freaking out, the tiger's gonna kill me, all is, I'm going to die, to I'm okay. So the phrase, take a deep breath and calm down is real. 100%. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. And it works on a physical, actual level that changes the chemistry in your body. I love it. I love it. So Michelle, tell our listeners where they can find what you're doing and information about your programs. Where can we find more about you? So my website is the best place to go. It's um, michelledewolf.com. And... um, and you can reach out. I've got programs there. I'm on Instagram at Michelle DeWolf Health Coach. And yeah, you can set up a free, all of your listeners can set up a um, a free sit down anytime. It's right there on my website, a free consultation. And for anybody that mentions your podcast and signs up for my six month program, I will give them 20% off because hey I now to be here. That's amazing. That. And you are California based, but you work with clients nationwide, correct? Yes, yes, because I'm board certified um, to work nationally and it's super easy now on Zoom. I love it. Thank God for Zoom. Well, Michelle, you have inspired me in more ways than one, but mainly just getting back to the the brass tacks, as they say, take a deep breath out there, ladies. Take a deep (laughs) breath, enact that diaphragm, and remember to stay inspired.